All right. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome. This is our very first episode of Outside and Muster. And the, the aim of this, this podcast is to interview ex-service members of the JDF who would have served uh, quite a distinguished career and um, just to see you know, where they are now in life, um, how much they've done, uh, what the what the JDF has done for them, you know, their contribution and all of that. And it's meant to be uh, a very frank, open uh, discussion whilst we just delve into the live and learn a little bit more about some of our 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 our, our former JDF persons, ex-service members who have done distinguished service, as I said before. So with me this evening is uh, 001 Leon Bennett, man properly known popularly known as Mancini Bennett. Mancini, welcome. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Why I say Mancini, you know, I could not have any other um, first guest for, for, for this program, for this podcast. And um, it's good to see you, Mancini. Yes. Some of us would say that you haven't aged a bit. You know? <laughs> It seems as if you're getting younger. Uh, those those genes that you have, you need to. I don't want to say you need to pass it on. You probably have already. But you yes. probably you probably need to tell us what are the other secrets okay. that you have for keep looking so young and fresh. But um, I won't go through a preamble. I'm going to ask Mancini to to introduce himself, and then we will take it from there. You know, Mancini. So, you know, when did you join the JDF, Mancini? Yes, I um. My graduation was on the 6th of June, 1979. Um, and that was at, at 3GI. I first joined at um, the reserve um, mm-hmm. at 3GI, yes. Yeah. I'm in 79, yes. 1979. Yes, 6th well, of June. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say how, how, how old I was at that, at that, at that period in time. <laughs> 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 but but what 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 what, did, what led you to, to join in the the Jamaica Defence Force? Well, okay, well, sir, I was in um, first I was in Cub Scouts and then I went to Scouts and then um, Cadets. So you know, from Scouts, it kind of you know led me in the direction of the JDF. I um, the camping and the marching and all those stuff. You know, just. Um, just just was all over me apart from you know just being in in the the JDF. that was the only thing that was left so i went from scout scout to scouts then cadets and the only place that was left for me is 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 the jdf you know i don't <laughs> think i could go could go anywhere else and be comfortable boy i tell you i tell you that's that's that that seems to for some persons coming out of your time was was a very was a very straightforward move um, yeah. I know that you know. Whilst I serve, I had quite a few of my friends and colleagues who, who probably never went Cub Scouts, but definitely yeah. cadets. And um, you could see in their demeanor, you could see how well they adapted and and were were properly indoctrinated as well. Um, but you 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 went to the reserves in 1979, and uh, what was it like in the reserves in 1979? Uh, well, it was, um, uh, let me see. It was, it was 
good you know, so for me because then I I didn't know I didn't know anything else apart from the the um the reserve. I first joined to um to be not on the call out. I end up on the call out, but I joined joined um then to, because I was working at a teachers co-op credit union. Mm-hmm. And um when I in nineteen seventy nine when I when I graduated, nineteen then came nineteen eighty elections. And you know, from you might have heard <laughs> that that election was a very was a very tall order. We spent a lot of time out on the JDF spent a, a lot of time out on the street. It was a very long call out. And I remember my boss at the at the um credit union then was saying, I have to choose between the credit union and the army because I'm spending all my time at the JDF because of the, because of the call out. You know, so when I I spoke to my sergeant about it, then you know, he said, "Why not um, come on the call out then? You know, if 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 you want to, you can come on the call out and then you know forget about the um, credit union and that that I I jumped at right away because this this is like full time in the JDF, which I you know I would I would think I would prefer. So um, I ended up on the call out and it it it. It's it's far from what you came and you saw, because then we had a lot of duties at Trija. There's a whole lot of duties, guard stations. We had like um, we had like the uh, Tinsipen, the aerodrome. We have we had the one up in um, where Green Bay is. Oh, the the um, yeah. the big huge um, um ammo. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm a storage they, um, and area there. Right. And we had gun coat guard, arms guard, you know, and um, Bosco Bell. We had a lot of old stations, you know, doing guard. So we used to um, interact with, with, with change around to do different different duties. And and um, then we had full platoons, full complements of, of, of soldiers in Alpha H headquarter company was was huge. Because they had a full drum corps that was on call out. You had um Alpha Company that was also a full, full, full company, almost two platoons, full and Bravo Company. You know, we used to have a scale parade every Tuesday and Thursday morning. And that's 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 a full turnout because then the RSM then was RSM Go. And we used to have companies out to send a platoon like from from a Charlie company, a platoon from Echo Company, a platoon from Delta Company, just for scaling for me. So it was, it was, it was a, you know, a big thing. You know, it's a big TGI was almost, you know, at the Carlo was almost like um a full battalion that you see, uh one jar, uh two jar, you know, and that and that's why the competitions then used to be made much better than than you know in the late, later part of um Trija, you know, so it was good. It was good. I enjoy, I enjoy my time at, at um, Trija. <laughs> well, well, uh, now that I learned that, you know, you, you missed out on a, a career of finance, I, I, I think you must be kicking yourself that you could have been the next leech in, but, you know, I guess, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, no, sir, I never, I, uh, you know, and I've never ever thought about even going back or looking back that, that direction because, you know, as I said, coming up, you know, being in cadets and all, 
The only reason why I end up at Teachers College man, is I was doing accounts. <laughs> and after school, I, I went there and I, you know, they, they gave me a run and, and say, you know, I could stay on after my, um, my, um, what they call it, uh, uh, is uh, job experience, mm-hmm. you know, then I, then I decided to, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do. The army was what I really wanted. So when I got that opportunity to go on the call out and be there full time, you know, um, I, I jumped at it, you know, <laughs> and what? shortly after that, I, I end up um, being transferred to the, to the, to the regular right after the elections, um, 1980 elections and, and um, they start to open up um, this where you could change over to the regular, you know, if you wanted to make it a career. And I also mm-hmm. um, jump on that in 1982 and change over to the regular. You know, I went to 2GI then. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Um, you know, some people will say that, uh, you know, once you're a soldier and you're, you can't count past 30, which is just a platoon strength, and it makes no sense to go any further in a finance. <laughs> so, so once you learn past 30, then, you know, it was, it, was, it was probably too late for you. So I see it was a good move. But um, yeah. at, the, at the time when you changed over, what, what rank were you? A Lance Corporal. Okay. So, yeah, I went to Newcastle as a Lance Corporal and I... I I graduated from um, Newcastle because then when you change over, it's not like now where you just sign um, a document and you change your belly. You know, mm. then we had our, we had a full intake. It was intake 44. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it's about 160 of us went up, you know, and we, it was the training was when not, not all the way from um, being a recruit, but, you know, um, we did about, we did about four weeks and graduated. And um, some of us held on to our ranks and some dropped our rank. Yeah, the sergeants, I think, um, dropped our rank. The staff sergeants dropped one rank and so on. Because we had, we had up to a warrant officer that went up with us. Okay. And you, yeah. you, you kept your rank? Yes, I kept my rank. Okay. And, and from there, you said you went to 2JR? Yes, 2JR. So you so you so you caught you you joined two GR in the early stages when two GR was 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 re, was was newly formed. Right, sir. So then we went straight to to Monig mm-hmm. when we came down. So as two GR would have been in Monig, so we went to to Monig. Yes. And how how was that experience? How do you compare that now coming from the reserves and then going into the regular and still in the in the in the in the trade of being a, an infantryman? But yes. um, how was that? Was there any, any difference in terms of the culture and all that? Yes, sir, because um, the, a tree, in Trija, training never stopped. Um, and that is why, you know, you might hear they refer to Trija as Sunday soldiers and things, because while they are resting, while the regular is resting, Trija is up and about on Saturday and Sunday, because that's your training day. Mm-hmm. And even on a Thursday night, when the regular is out, um, going, going out, TGR is coming in and we're doing all kind of things. Training is always happening. Um, and then on, on annual camps, you know, that is, that's, a, that's, uh, every year thing. In the regular, you, you, you don't see all that much training then when I, when I went there. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of training. So the, the, the private soldiers, I, um, 
was not was to me wasn't as keen as most of the private stores that I work with um, in Trija because and it's because of this constant training, always doing something, mm-hmm. always doing something. So they're they're more um, keen to certain thing, you know, sharp sharp w- w- with it. It I didn't find that um, at at Tuja, you know. Yes, it was mostly just. The, the few guards that we do guard, uh, we, we had three, three, there was three um, functions at the companies. Um, there was the guard duty, a miscellaneous, and um, an and IS duty. Okay. Okay. Right, yes. And the IS duty, would, you'd, you'd, put, you'd do patrols, the miscellaneous, you would, you would um, um, wherever, and you'd the job shot, the company's job shot, you'd, you'd fill in, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I heard you mentioned about um, the 1980 elections yeah. and uh, uh, persons of, at my age only hear stories from persons like yourself and, and read about it. Yeah. But uh, how was it operating um, in that sort of environment in, in the 1980 election? Yeah, well, that election, so I've seen a lot after that one. And that one was the worst one that I've ever been in. You know, challenging. It was very challenging. One, I was a, I was a young soldier then, you know, not knowing, you know, what to expect in a, um, being a soldier um, during the election time. But I don't think I've, in the, all the other elections, I've seen so many, so many, Casualties in civilian, that is, you know. Yeah. yeah. Almost every week on one of my patrols or in an operation, we, you know, encounter bodies, either in some gully or some house or something, you know, but after shooting and we go in the area. So but it was it was, you know, one of the worst I've I've, I've seen. But it kinda it kind of, you know, build me, you know, make me stronger to, to, to see the other ones, you know, because looking, looking at that one, I'm going, going through, I've gone through that one and it was so um, challenging. The others weren't all that bad, you know, yeah. from, from because of what I've been through. But it was, you know, uh, to the point, I mean, where, um, if you remember, we had to we had JDF had to borrow um, vehicles, trucks, and so on from the PWD. You know, <laughs> it was it was something else. You know, although, although we else. back then you didn't have as many um, resources for movement as we have now. Right, right. we didn't, we didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can imagine um, on these some of these PWD trucks. There's no railing. There's nothing. They used to put. The, the the transport gave us some boards that you put across the 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 the, the, the back. You just put it across and we sit on it. <laughs> and let me tell you, sometimes sometimes there be so much of us that we sit and then in the middle of the board sink to the <laughs> <laughs> and it actually sometimes break. Go in a ditch or a pothole and we go up and come mm-hmm. down and the board break. You know, we ended up we end up after probably just spot down in the the the, the truck and just roll on to the sides. Yeah, you know. And then they gave us also some Land Rovers, which which are fully covered. Just that little door at the back, 
Mm-hmm. That you, in case anything you have to rush out to, it was, it was, you know, it was miserable, sir. It was miserable, but you know, like I said, very challenging. Were you, know? were, you were you only operated in in the metropolitan area, or did you go out into the rural no. areas as well? No, sir. We, I stayed in 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 Kingston because um our area was um we we, we had Kirk tales. and um so I we went from. Barbican, and when you move from there, you would go to um, Stats. From Stats, you go to Mountain View. Yes, and 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 from Mountain View, you would go. Yeah, that's those are the the the, the, the ones that I operated from. Mountain right. View, Stats, and Barbican. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's where Brava Company. I was in Brava Company then, so we stayed in that area. And um, how how long were you um, were in two GR four? Um, I was, was two GR eighty from eighty two to some other time in the eighties. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, I, 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 let me see. I can't remember. I, um, just I, I changed during the time of Grenada. I went to um, Bravo Company Two J. Was the first company. Oh, I'm going to ask you to come a little bit more center because you're you're kind of over oh, to the okay. yes, yes, yeah, man. yes. Yeah. Um, in we went to Grenada. I remember when the Grenada thing um came up. Bravo Company. I was doing boxing and Bravo Company Two Jar. That's where that's a company I was at, and um, it was the first company to launch out into Grenada. I remember I was doing boxing. I was on boxing training, and the the, the guys we were tra- training for a national championship, and I the guys were so upset with me, to because I said, "No nah, man, my company we a war." So, you know, boxing training done, you know. The man said, you're crazy. The man said, no, man. And I came off the boxing team and got down my plateau. Yeah, because this was, a, this was something that, you know, is a one, one-time thing. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I never So I said, no, man. I'll forbid on this one. I come off the boxing training and head to the company, man, join the company. So, but I did, I did two two toys in Grenada and then when I came back um, the Colonel um, Colonel Ogilvy said to me I saw me walking and say um, Senior Ogilvy you have to make that clear enough because yes, remember senior, that the senior, um, yes the yeah. senior one senior yes, one the father he was, yes he was the and he said to me um, <clears throat> on the square that um I'm going to leave two jar and I'll be transferred to one jar Charlie Company. And he said, I mustn't feel like he's running me out of the battalion. But I'm going to be promoted, and that's where the vacancy is. You know? So I say I mustn't feel bad because you know I you know love my company and I do I do sports and, and you know boxing mainly and swimming for the battalion. So he wanted me to know that he's not kicking me out, mm-hmm. you know. But that is where the vacancy is. And I should go there and, you know, continue the good work, you know. So, so then I, I went, as soon as I went to, to, um, 
to Charlie Company. I went right back to Grenada, and then it 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 the green it it we start to um cool down from Grenada. So it was in that time that I that I left Tuja. I can't remember exactly how many years right after we that was. You know, I should have. I'm a secretary, not even should not even doing the checks for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, uh, you you also mentioned operating outside of our, our geographical boundaries. And, you know, as a, as, a, as a commissioned officer as well, it's one of the things I, I, I really looked forward to, the ability to, to operate and command outside of our, 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 our borders. So um, I know you said you went there as a Lance Corporal, and yeah. that event itself was, was a, a very... Um, historical event for, the, for not only for the country of Grenada, but also for Jamaica and the JDF in our deployment, but the region as well. But what, yeah. how, was it, how was it like when you went to Grenada um, then? Well, you know, sir, I must tell you, I must tell you that um, um, <laughs> my, my, my um, you know, my, I was, you know, my section commander was at was that, that time. My section commander was was uh, Colonel Mills. <laughs> okay, Colonel Yuken Mills. Yes, at the time he was my section commander. I was his section twice. And I can tell you, sir, that that's the only time that you feel company and platoon integrity. Yeah. You have your 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 OC. You have your platoon commander, your platoon sergeant, your section commander, section twice together all the time. There's no movement without the, 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 the platoon come together, the section come together, you know, full integrity. You're, you're not borrowing a one man and you see him today and then you don't see him tomorrow. Or a sergeant come today and you don't, and you don't see him tomorrow. Just like how we left Jamaica with the platoon, your platoon sergeant. And your platoon commander and your section commanders and twice C. It was it was kept that way to the full operation at Grenada in Grenada and coming back to, to Jamaica. So it gives you this tightness, this togetherness, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, that um even even in Jamaica you'd have that, but it wouldn't be all that much, you know, as in this a country where as 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 my session commander would say, every time we go out on the road, you hear them saying, "Go home, Jake, and go home." We don't want to hear "Go home." So you know, we always have to be covering each other, you know, watching each other's back and 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 so forth. It was very tight, you know. So you know, that's what I exp- that's what I enjoyed more in uh, most in 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 Grenada, that tightness and that togetherness, that you know, the platoon integrity, you know. Yeah, and 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 I agree with you, you know, because um, um, it's it's only when uh, I've I've had the opportunity to work uh, during major operations, you really get the the integrity of your of your subunit. Yes, and it, it, you know, you really get to see how your the men under your command, how they how they Perform. the gel, the camaraderie, yes, you know, yeah. how we support each other as well. But yeah. um, you're, 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 you're popularly known as Mancini Bennett. Yes, and sir. earlier you mentioned as well that, that you know, you were, you were in boxing training when you, yes. when you, when you took yourself out of that to, to be a part of the operations in Grenada. 
Yes. Where, did, where did the name Mancini come from? Yes, and that it has to do with boxing. I tell you, um, my first year um, in boxing, and I went from winning in, in, in Trijar and then going out to to the to the, the big thing. <laughs> we have um, the unit, and during the day, you know, you the fights that come up and go to finals. I'm at the finals now, and that night. Uh, I, um, I, I think it was Deer. I think it was Jimmy Deer from um, Workshop I was up and against for the finals. But, you know, at the end of that fight, and when we were, I won, and when I was being presented with the trophy, it was um, um, uh, the chief of staff with um, Major General um, Niche. Niche, yes, was Niche. Major General, I was probably wrong, right? At <laughs> that time. And um, he said to me, you know, you you know this boxer, um, Mancini, you remind me of that boxer, you know, you're moving, you know, you're, like, you're moving like that boxer, like how you move, you're very, you know, frisky, like way boom, boom, Mancini. You know that boxer? I said, yes, sir. And since he said that, from the day he said that, and that was about, that was, a, that was, um, about August or September of 79. And and up to today, you have soldiers, you have very senior officers that don't know me by no other name but Mancini. <laughs> my, my CEO has never called me Bennett. <laughs> never. I know, I know. And, and we know how nicknames go in the, in the force, you know, because... Um, that sometimes you're 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 out, um, you know, having interactions or chatting with your your, your colleagues, and mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to recall the name of a soldier, but nobody knows a soldier's right, right name. So. But once you shout a nickname, everybody says, "Oh, everybody, yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know that man, that man. I know that, I know that, I know that, I know that lady." Yeah, yeah so, that, so that's that's how, it, that's how it is with me. Just, I tell you, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't know that my name is actually Bennett. You know, they, they even I've, I've almost even gotten arrested once by the, the, the regimental police for failing to book out of camp because <laughs> I, I was just passing the gate and I gave my regimental number and said, book me, book me out to the police. Police right, say, yeah, just give me regimental number. So when I come in back there, it was past, you know, the, the time. And the police was standing there, look at him, watch and say, Don't see my name in the in the in the walking out book. So I was Jack the Guard Room. Say, Jack the Guard Room, Sarge. I book out, I tell the man, so the brother company, me tell the man. Man said, the man look at him watch and like him say it's now 25 pass. If you're not in the guard room by 20, 26 pass, you go and add a charge, the next charge. So I say, all right, I walk go, I'm just switch off and say, let me see the book. I was a corporal. <laughs> I said, I see the book, turn the book, the man have. The man have me no man everything and the man seen a D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the CT says, the man that know my name. So my name there. He said, Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. For the giants that one. took me away, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so um what what what's after two GR? Um, well, after two years, no, after one then, year, you went to after, one year as a car. No, yeah, two year after two year, and then yeah, one year, Charlie, I'm at Charlie, one year, and that's one year is where I also went to 
Ranger School. I um I was on the I was on the I was a regimental police. <laughs> I was a regimental police for a couple of years. And you mean, and you mean after them after them could they get your name right? That's better than just <laughs> you just stay at the guardhouse and. <laughs> I think I think they put me on the regiment. I think they put me on the police staff because well I liked I'm a I'm, I'm a neat dresser in us back in the days when when we had uniform that. You, you you had to you know when you used to fold, mm-hmm. stitch under the sleeve to have it yes I, mm-hmm. I used to get that down pat and I was, I was very neat you know and um I think that's the reason why they put me on the the the, the, the police star but I, I I was there for a couple of years and I can remember one one um day the police came into the RSM <clears throat> after a couple of days you know came into the RSM and said so this man has been on the police star. For over three years, and never have a case, never have a case. And this man don't. So, but so what? He say yes, I never have a case. So <clears throat> the the um RSM say <clears throat> say cover Bennett experience. Why they do I they post march every guy? But say sir, <clears throat> the reason I don't have no case is that they saw them afraid of me. Is that they afraid of me? <laughs> if them just hear me coming. Everybody is either them gone or them not getting no trouble. So when me debout the sword, I'm not getting no trouble. So that is why I'm not accused. Then it come out of the office. Come out of me. I was like, afraid of who? Who afraid of you? Who afraid of you? He said, you know, the police is not for you now. I that enough for you. Yeah, I know that is not for you. So don't come here and say, I'm not afraid of you. And they put me back in Charlie. Two weeks, about two or three weeks after, I um start training by um <clears throat> the, the then um Brushy Foot Sergeant Foot who was uh also a ranger for Ranger School. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I left and go to um Ranger School. Yeah, you have to tell me about that experience, you know, because you know yeah. um <laughs> a lot have tried and few yeah. have made it, and and not only. Not only are you are you known as Mancini Bennett, you yeah. know you're known as 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 Ranger. Yes, sir. because you know we don't have a lot a lot in the force, and um, I know I know a few officers who who have gone gone to that training and that experience, and um, everybody has a as a as a as a tale to tell. So let me hear yes. some of your stories about yeah, well, Ranger, about Ranger School. Sir, it is Ranger School is designed. To break the individual, mm-hmm. it is designed to break you to see how far you'll go before you start, you know, before you reach a breaking point. They want, they want you to, um, they want to push you to let you understand how far you can push your men mm-hmm. before they break or <clears throat> what you can achieve out of the men after. Pumping a certain amount of distance with a certain amount of weight, with um minimum food, uh, water, or uh, during the heat or uh, during the cold. So that is what it is. It is designed for because they try they try all manner of ways to to you know to try and and rip me up, especially out in the desert <clears throat> when I went to Utah. For some reason, I don't I don't drink water as much as they drink water. You know, they you would see people dropping left, right, and center with a heat stroke, and I just you know 
just normal. I don't take any more than what, you know, what I, like I see them doing. And then, then pack it with you, give it to you. Mm-hmm. So I used to trade my water. You know, I used to trade my water for, for um, we call them pogies. You know, we used to trade my water for giving me some biscuit and cheese and thing. And I would give you some water. I'd give me a chocolate and your, your thing out of your pack. You, you know, because that give me energy. So I used to trade it. So them always say, why open me always end up with all this food and all these things, you know. So them always so they're always trying to find something, you know, to 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 see how far I'll break. But it was like, you know, the 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 hardest part of of Rangers school for me was operating in the desert. Because I've, I've, that's the first time I'm going to experience out in the desert. They give you a, 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 a map. You have a map and you have a certain amount of points to, to navigate to. And you click on it, each one, and then you return. Now, you do, you're doing this in the, in the week. If you, get, if you go through all of it, <clears throat> you'll get the first weekend. That's the first weekend after how many weeks? The first weekend. If you don't, you're going to have to do it on the weekend. When everybody gone out, you're going to have to go back in the desert and do it on the weekend. That's the only, in my whole army career, man, it's the first time tears come to my eyes, you know, man. Let me tell you, tears. I start, I start talking to the big man up, up, up top there as a boy. Because I, for some reason, I, my third point, when I, navigate to it. I can't, and they count my steps. I count my steps. I'm a bead and I know my pace going right. I, I just can't find it. I'll go back to the to where I start and I do it again. And still I can't find it. I say, no, man. I see myself now it's coming back all this weekend. So I go back and I just say, let me take the compass, the, um, metal stuff, empty them out of my bag this time. Do it without my knapsack. And I start over, and whoa, I find it was, it wasn't too far from where I went all of them at a time. But they just put it where I, I wasn't looking for it. Mm-hmm. When I find that point, you know, now I had two more to go, and the last one would be at base. And I grab my bag. I start to run my foot. I am moving. I want to move, but my, my legs won't go because now I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. water don't low and not eating you know and the time my time is also running out yeah and i tell you man tears you know man can i say yes i, I feel this thing i'm going to come out here and do it over the weekend but for some reason you know that I, I made it you know i made it find that a point and i made it just with just i just when when he said when he just say you have a go when him check my thing man i tell you i just had seconds seconds to go yeah, man. Seconds I mean, out. Seconds out, man. Seconds Tears, out. Man. And I start talking to the man, but I, I was wondering if I'm going to go crazy. You know? But one of the, one of the, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that, you know, the desert phase was, was probably the one that intrigued you the most because you, yeah. you never worked in that sort of environment. But as a, as a Jamaican living here, I hear the range of stories about the, the, the jungle aspect. And yes. I, I, I am a man, I can't deal with wildlife, you know. I don't like snake <laughs> and all them things there. Yes, you know? so, yes, yes. so how was that part for, for you? Well, um, I, had a, I had a ranger um, buddy that he was, he was, from, he was, he was from Texas. Yeah. So he was a, he was a bushman, mm-hmm. you know. 
because during mountain phase, I, 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 I had the mountain phase down all right, because mountain phase is mostly like rope and strength, and I had that. He was not a thick guy. And um, the water phase, again, you know, that was okay, the swamp phase, but the, the, the jungle phase, he knew most of the get around and the know how and all these things. When we were supposed to catch something and anything, you catch it, you have to eat it, prepare it, mm-hmm. and eat it. He knew all of that. He knew about all the different type of um, the bugs, the bees, the ones that dangerous and stuff like that. They gave us a a, a, a kit, a bees thing kit. There's a there's a there in where we're operating in in Dunkin, There's a a bee they call the, the yellow jacket, you know. And those them said those are some terrible bees. But like I said, it wasn't so hard for me because he knew the woods. You know, he could tell you, you hear him say something like, we're walking down, him say, stop, and we listen. And him say, don't go that way, come on that way. You hear that? And he would tell you, say, it's a type of snake or something that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but he was, he was that good. So the jungle phase was not a lot, was not a lot bad for me. Only the, the nights, the nights when we had to sleep, you know, that's, that was kind of scary because I remember one night, I was where I was laying down. I felt my my, my head moving, you know. <laughs> the knapsack and everything was moving. So I said, "What? No man, it's something that I couldn't turn on in the light because you know it's it's weird. In the, the, I couldn't turn on my flashlight or anything. So I tell him that ain't no man something underneath here, man. So he said, "None. The only thing can come here says probably a turtle or something like that. But, you know, it was warm, some warmth. And so said that's what it was. It was when we." Clear with the leaves and so forth. It was a it was a turtle just laying down there, you know, just decide to move. <laughs> but you know, he was a he, he um he was good. McGuinness was his name. So, he was a good ranger. So what was that feeling like though, you know, having having accomplished, you know, completed that 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 course and 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 becoming a ranger? Yeah, when you're competing, so when 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 the pin on that tab on you. And um, in in um, Benin, after Florida, and you go back to Benin. When you're going back to Benin, I tell you, you feel like a Superman. <laughs> you feel like a Superman. So we can't listen. <laughs> Before we go to Ranger School, and we in Fort Benin, and we we walk around in Fort Benin. Oh, it's not. You know, guys, we say to you. Um, they, they will see that from Jamaica and say, yeah, what are you guys up? You're going to jump school? And you, when you tell them, say, ranger school, they say, ranger school? Man, you crazy? <laughs> You're going to ranger school? You leave all the way from Jamaica to go to ranger school, you know? Because they, they, they see the rangers and ranger, ranger courses, you know, some crazy set of people, you know, mm-hmm. who wants to go to ranger school? But it, 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 you feel like Superman because you're, you're so fit. You know, you're so fit, you're, 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 you know, you feel like a supervisor, I tell you. You know, you're, you're, you're versed now with, with so many things. Um, rope work, you know, rappelling, explosive, you know, weapons, hunting, tracking. There's so much thing that is now, you know, have you, that you can pass on. You feel like a, a superman. So it's a good feeling. So 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 after Ranger School, what what was next? So you you come home. What what was next? Yeah, well, um, coming back from um, 
after we came back from um, Ranger School, you know, um, I start doing more assisting now. They start sending me to Newcastle to um, assist with carders and courses. And this is mainly, you know, down to, to, to give back what mm-hmm. we have got. And then I had um, um, Ranger Foot. Russian foot. It was uh, it was uh, Sam a uh, Sam agent. No, he was staff sergeant. So now every time there is a there is a carder or recruits in Newcastle that need to do some type of um, special type training like rope work, rappelling, or Billy Jenkins would would um, also take uh, go there. With Billy Jenkins also to to assist with demolition and so forth when him setting up over by the range, um, Green Bay. So I started doing those little, you know, on and off, going to Newcastle to assist with carders and recruits. And 19, at, uh, 1992, two, three, four, five, yes, 1992, um, I went up there to, to, I was posted up there, you know, to do recruits. Myself and um, Jericho, then Sergeant Martin, and then I, I was a sergeant. I got promoted at um, one day to sergeant in um, 1989 mm-hmm. to sergeant. And then um, I started going back and forth to Newcastle to assist. From from 1989, yes, to okay. 1990, 1990. So, yes. so you, 1992, then I was posted to Newcastle. So you, you trained intakes when you went there, right? Yes, sir. How, yes. how many intakes you trained? In all, in all, I've done nine intakes. Okay. Not not only in Newcastle, but also at um, Fiji. Okay. Yes. Now, I, I know having passed through Newcastle twice, first as a um, potential officer, and then I went there as a training officer as well. You know, Newcastle leaves a certain impression on, on some of us. Um, some of us, it's, it's, it's something that we... We, we we like not to to repeat, <laughs> but but how was your time there as a as a as an instructor? Yes, um, <clears throat> I have said this more than once that if they had left me in Newcastle from nine from that time up until when I retire, I wouldn't regret because you know it is it is a good feeling when you get raw recruits. You know, like we'd say slime. <clears throat> and you mm-hmm. know what I mean when I say it, slime. Yeah, yeah. And then at the at the at the end of it, you know, as Colonel Barkley would say, you see the metamorphosis from the cat the caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly. And and you, you see those men passing out, you know, at the the end result. And then again, so I had a I had a team working with that it everybody it was in Newcastle, it's like a clockwork. Nobody had to tell you what to do. 
Nobody have to remind you what you do. It's like a routine from an intake comes up. It is, it is clear. What is next? What is next? What is next? Who is next? What is next? Who is next? Until the end. <clears throat> you know, I had a team, myself and um, um, Sergeant Martin. I had people like um, Lenny Ingram, Spencer, um, Forrester. You know, that's, that's what my team was like. I had coppers, like, <clears throat> at one time, Lyside came up there and joined us. Tanka came up there and joined us. I had, so, I, had a, I had some good people working with the Newcastle. So there was, it was like clockwork. I, I don't think I've, had a, I've ever had a bad <clears throat> moment um, in Newcastle. And, and from that, from that, from that cohort, uh, it, it speaks to the caliber of persons you are with because, you know, I, I know all the names that you've called and uh, um, <coughs> barring one person, most persons, everyone else made it to, to 001, became an RSM of some, at some point in time throughout their career. Right, right, so yes, it speaks, exactly. to, speaks to the, the, not only the, the individuals, but also, you know, what... What 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 happened there, and how that that experience there managed to shape shape a lot of persons in the JDF, because it's yeah. something we've seen traditionally as well that a lot of the instructors tend to move on um, to continue to give distinguished service and 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 be quite reputable with, with it throughout their career. So that was one phase. Uh, yeah. What next? What next after after depot? Yes, after after train depot, I got. I got promoted in um, 95, 1995, or 96, to, to the rank of staff sergeant. And I was transferred to, uh, back down to 2GR Alpha Company um, as a, as a, as a, um, as a color sergeant, you know, to me that uh, well, <clears throat> you call, I don't like that ranking as so <laughs> <it never laughs> that, that rank, that rank, that rank is what you call bolo walk rank, you know. Yeah. Staff sergeant is the the be yeah. all end all, the crooks, right? You know, exactly. Solve all the all the administrative problems and support everything. So yeah, I know, but some people love it. You know, they they, they like that sort of thing. But yeah, but, when I was, when I was, <laughs> When I was coming up in the army, I always say I want to be a star son. I don't want to be a color son. I say star son, I do old pot and pan and old clothes and boot and all that. That's what they, that's what they always say, you know. So I said, why? No, I don't want to be a no color. I'll be a star son. But, you know, I came down as a, as a color sergeant at Alpha Company, you know. And um, I tell you, when I came there, the, the, the senior, the most senior person, in the in the that color store was a private soldier. Um, I think his his name was Matnish. <clears throat> was a private, and this man, I don't know nothing about color work. I've done training and all my time from in the JDF. Training, training, training. I've never even spent any time in the in the in the store doing anything. So I don't know nothing at all about color work. So, but that 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 private soldier taught me everything that I need to know about being a color. <clears throat> to the point I said, no, it, this one cannot be a private 
soldier. And know so much about the, the, the stores and all in books up to date. And said, no, no. And I, I went over to the, the OC and said, sir, the man has done his card yes, And I tell you, I don't see no reason why this man can't be a landscaper. And I spoke to it. Um, it was um, staying right. Yes. And said, make me we have to do something. And, it, you know, he did promote him. Um, to to landscaper, but I tell you that man was so versed. When I take my books down to then, um, Maddox was Sergeant QM. The QM, okay. which is the QM now. Maddox, you know Maddox, which is yeah, the, yeah. Alric. Yes, when I take my books down to the the man, man, <clears throat> nothing is off. He must say, man, see a long time this work. He say, long time I do all the landscaper. I do all of things. I don't know nothing about God. He must be in my love. I said, no. He said, I have a clue. Because he must see me stuff. And I said, look in the book. You have to look in the book, you know. <laughs> and he, everything was on, was on par, the landscape, you know. So I said, he, he, he was a really good lad. He knew him in job, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was, even that, when I was there at Color, I find myself also... <clears throat> Leaving out the Alpha Company to do training when the battalion have training. Like if they have anything they have to do with rappelling, waterman, mm-hmm. super support, I find out that I'm leaving it to the store um, to go do um, stuff like that. You know, so that never worked out well at all with the, with the, um, the OC. You know, because exercise not me sending myself in you know, the paper combat and headquarters and they, they said I, I should go and, and do it, but they never like it anyway. You know, <clears throat> I tried to explain to the CEO, but never work out right. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, um, that period at, at Alpha Company wasn't so, wasn't so good. <clears throat> Come on, a lot of pressure. Right, sir. Right, a lot of pressure, both from the the CEO and the and the OC, and it's, and I'm not I'm not detailing myself like I tell the RSM. I'm not detailing myself, so, mm-hmm. so I must have to disobey one and one hour, you know. Yes. After two years, then I decided to go back to three <clears throat> you know. So. You mean I, you you're, you left I, the regulars? Yes, I resigned the the regular force and um went back to to Trigi. Um I had a well I, I was planning I, I was starting my own business. So I thought that you know I can serve in Trigi. And and uh, and um, run my business. I started a, a pressure cleaning um, company. I joined with someone who was doing pressure cleaning already. But my my part of the company would heights would be because I do rappelling. Yeah, I use I use my rappelling um, skills and technology to work on high buildings. I rise buildings like the towers and support so at NCB and the Newkins and all those buildings to with, with, with 
paint and the pressure cleaning, the windows and the walls and, and so forth. Um, and the reason why I was able to, to get that company off the ground and, and doing good was we, we didn't use a, a, a lift. That's like what most of those p- people was doing at the time. They used mm-hmm. a lift. And that would take just to set up that lift and start. We would have complete that job that, with that side already. Just coming mm-hmm. down on the rope. Yeah, and I I I use same soldiers. I use the same soldiers to come and work with me on weekends. And for some of them, it was not job. They just like coming down the side of the building, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have soldiers just see you out there working and just come out there and just want to go down, just give my go down and down and the, the the building, you know, just to say he has. You know, come down on that building. One of the one of the persons you may know is you know Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm working on that building, he would just come just to 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 be a part of it. And it's just it's just him just like doing that. Just say you know coming down inside that building. But I use soldiers um on weekends <clears throat> if they're not on duty to come and they come and you know. As my CEO that said, eat a food, you know. <laughs> but it was it came off the ground and I said, well, I could get that going. And at the same time, still be a part of the JDF. So I decided to resign the regular and um head down to Trijar. What year? What year you left? What year you left the regulars? I left the regular ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Okay. Yes, nineteen ninety eight. My 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 leaf would have came over to two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you know in Newcastle, <clears throat> when you Newcastle, because you have said you have work in Newcastle, we as instructors, you know, we don't we don't normally take leave because you know they, they, we could, when recruits come to Newcastle. And the parcel, the entire staff get get uh, time with the Newcastle, with the with recruits, which is like yeah. two weeks. So it's, you know, and sometimes you take leave, you, you, you throw off the, the whole balance, you know. So we never, so I accumulate a lot of leave. Most, most instructors in coming from Newcastle, you know, accumulate leave. So I went down there just the beginning, I think, of 2000. Uh, 3GR. <clears throat> what was it? What was it like coming back to 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 3GR? Mm. Uh, it was it was good. It was good in some way, and um, for other people, you know, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember one sergeant when I went back to 3GR. I was um, I remember I said one sergeant I said, "Why well, the jump ship?" <laughs> and we jump ship. I'll come down, you know, if we come, if we come mash up the promotion. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was a good feeling for me, sir, because that's where I started and being able to go back down there you now. And, and this time, it, this, at this time, I can, I can give more. I can give back a lot. To, to the men down there. So, you know, it was it was good for me. And I went when I when I went there, <clears throat> the um 
the CEO told me that in, a, in about two weeks' time, they'll be, they'll be training um, some recruits, which were the, what we call the SWADAs. You remember those set of yes. people? Yes, right? yes. And it was a need for them then. So we were doing like back-to-back intake, you know? <clears throat> so I went straight into that. Yes, I did, a, I did a, about four intakes straight. I remember my, I remember the OC saying, see, saw me during the annual camp <clears throat> when he came to, when they came to see the recruits. I said, he said, man, see me, you know, you had Brahma company for the past two years, you had Brahma company and I've never seen that the company. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, because all I've been doing is just recruits, recruits. As they pass out, Another set start, so you know it was, and you know those we, that that those swords that we were training for the prisons took a real long time for me to get the numbers that they wanted. Yeah, you know? but that was it was good. It was good yeah. going back there. I was able to to give to give back, and that's what I really yeah I really wanted was to go back to Trija as a PSI. Mm-hmm. You know, because that also is is was my intention to, mm-hmm. to give back to, to to you know to work with the men in training, you know. But I didn't I didn't get to do it that way. But I had the chance to do it as the um um the SMI, <clears throat> you know, Samage instructor at Baba Company, and I got to do that, you know. Well, you you rose to the to the lofty heights of of um, becoming a regimental sergeant major there. Yes, you know, um, I would say with confidence that that I don't think you were surprised that you were selected. But um, how how was your 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 time as RSM um, with three JR? Yes, well, <clears throat> I wish it, it it had been longer. You know, but um, uh, it, it you know I had to just do my little time and stay and move. And I, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go back to that part of being, being wishing it was a little longer. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was okay. It, it's, it's not what I, I expected because <clears throat> when I was there and seeing how Trija was with that, with the numbers that they had. Um, I would I would want to have like scales like the like my RSM when I was there used to do you know have mm-hmm. the numbers but when I was got to that point of being the regiment that we didn't have the numbers to play with that way you know if if I if I wanted to have anything resembling a, a scale it would take a, a lot of planning you know mm-hmm. and I would have to have people who who stay back and, 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 and some duties to allow even a, a small group of men to come together from the different unit like Delta Company, Echo and Charlie to come into Kingston so that everybody can, you know, the sergeant and the sergeant major can get the drill together. Everybody's on the same page, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but it didn't, I just, I think I had about, uh, in my entire time, I think I had about, three or four on that parade which I really wanted to to um 
to have more of, but the numbers weren't weren't there. But it was okay. So as, um, all of that is has, has changed, and I'm happy that I had the chance to do like cocktails and dinners, regimental dinners, and another a, a cocktail. Um, you know, before the gate was closed and those things, because <laughs> I don't see I don't see that happening again for now. Not not as often as it as, as it did in the past. As it used to be, right? So so as you look back on your on your career, um, your time in the JDF, um, what is important um, to get from you as well, and for those who. Um, would be watching and listening into this podcast. Um, do you have a list of persons who, I would not say mentor, but were quite exemplary, um, things that you learned from them, um, you know, the enlisted members, the SAR majors and, and other persons and officers, and um, who, who are those persons and, and why would they be persons that you deem necessary to, who are exemplary in their, in their conduct and, and for their time there? Yes, sir. The, um, the first one would be my, my platoon sergeant, my very first platoon sergeant, who was, my, who was also my platoon sergeant as a recruit, um, uh, Raza Miller, you know, Miller was his name. We call him Raza because he seems sharp like a razor, you know. <laughs> but he always, from a, from from um, as a recruit, he always said, "Don't give up on on soldiers that you have, like recruits. Don't give up. He'll never give up on any one of us." He said, "Listen, no, nobody didn't drag you come here, you know." You volunteer, you came here. That must have a reason why you came in. You come in for this soldier, we were turning a soldier. Yeah, you, you come off your own will to be a soldier. So we're going to turn into a soldier. And as I tell myself that in right through my um, doing card as a training recruits, that no matter how the recruit is shaped or form, I feel I can fix it. You know, I'm not going to just do like some people and hide him. Get with them because they want to win the drill competition. Or they want to win shooting. I don't believe. No man seen the No, no, no. Come here and, and 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 tell us that you didn't have no a little buried treasure where you took away, eh? Just to make sure. So, so, no. so you're saying. So you're saying, Mancini, you didn't win any drill competition. I won a well, lobster. Oh, and you I and you went and you went on the square with all your recruits. I won a lot, sir. But listen, none of them, none of them, none no, of them did a farm sick and got to the sick BIMRS on the day. Bro, so maybe yeah. I was lucky. Maybe I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was lucky, sir. <laughs> maybe I was lucky. But I tell you, um, just like how um, Ranger Foot, Roger Foot would, would tell you. If don't believe in that either, you know, <laughs> either man. No, sir, we beat it down to a frazzle till you get it right, you know? Yeah, but somehow I was probably lucky, sir. But, you know, mm. I'm not going, I'm not going to throw you out, throw away, throw away any repeat. <laughs> I work with them. And that, I, for my, I took that from my sergeant and it, it kept me, you know, right through. Mm-hmm. And another person says the, um, is, 
my commanding officer, one that I learned a lot from, I've done a lot of years with him, is Colonel Barnett, otherwise known as the goon, John mm. Barnett. I mean, he was, to me, to me, uh, that's the best, that's the best um, command officer I've ever worked with. You know, and I've, I learned from him, you know, to stand up for your men. Stand up for the men under your command. Him say, don't, you're not going to support. When a soldier gets into the problem out on the road, no matter what the problem is, him get himself into. You're not supporting what him do, the soldier do, you know, for throw him away. You support the soldier. Just support him up until the point where you say, okay, you're going, you're going to have to take your own medicine. You know, I've seen a lot of cases where soldiers get into situation and, and, and out there and before you know exactly what the situation is are if the soldier wrong I am right we start to condemn the soldier <clears throat> you know but him say no him say him don't support he's not going to support what the soldier do or what the soldier is accused of mm-hmm. but he's going to support his soldier up until the very last end where he said okay you're on your as him say when you reach the point, you say, say laddie, you are on your own. <laughs> you know, that, that's it. So I learned that from, from him. You know, always support your men. And another um, person is um, like my section commander then, um, and who came up to be my also one of my command officers was um, Colonel Mills, is where training is concerned. Training is concerned from a recruit stage right up. Don't don't when you do when you're training a, a, from a recruit, carder, course, or anything. If you don't know this the subject, go and study the subject. Because when you tell a recruit something that is gospel to him, yeah. If you tell a recruit something that is not the right thing, you tell him to him it's gospel. Him have that in debt in him head because this is what him copper tell him. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it comes out to training, I always try to know the lesson down to a T. I'm not scared to ask questions from other people who I know that we know this. Because when I'm when I'm giving the lesson, when I'm giving it to you, you're getting it from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I want to make sure that you get it right. And I I I learned that from um Colonel Mills that once you're dealing with training, you must have the lesson down to a T before you stand up in front of the student. And pass it down, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's some of the men I, you know, I learned a lot along the way about, um, uh, you know, other individuals. Some little things, but those are the major things that carry me. Yeah. You know, well, we 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 know you made the the transition as well. So, um, it's good to to for those that are watching now to tell tell us, you know, what what are you doing now, Mancini? Okay. Yes. Sir. Well. You know, I must tell you that my I, I my time as um at Trijas RSM would be longer. You know, but you know, when 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 there's another part of the the your life, you know, when you take orders, not only from the CO or the or your 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 OC, you know, you take orders to when it comes to the first lady. <laughs> so 
my my wife, which was also in the the military, you know, she um, was at Airing Kirk first, then went to Airing and do her thing uh, as an aircraft technician. Then she came back to recruiting. Um, <clears throat> where she and then after she 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 retired because she got a a job offer in the Middle East, um, United Arab Emirates, and um, she you know. She, there and everything was going okay for her and the specs looked okay and everything. And she was down there and she wanted her family. So I get lonely. Now, at, in the UAE, uh, women, women can't sponsor family down there. It has to be done by the father. Mm-hmm. The father is the one who moves children around. The, 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 the wife can't move children around. So in order for my daughters to, to, to join her down there to, to keep her company, then I would have to do all of that work. I would have to be there to do all that work. I have to be a resident there to do all that work, you know? So, <laughs> so, so, you, so you turned out to be an afterthought just to make sure the thing works. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, you don't, know... Don't, but... don't tell her I said that, you know. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> so she said, she said, you know, why don't come down? And so I said, listen, you know, I'm in a job. I am quite comfortable and happy with my job. And I just RSM, you know, who, who, I won't leave my RSM job, you know, you know, long I want this position. <laughs> and I'm going to come down there and look and be looking, seeking no job. And I tell you something, she went behind my back, gave out my resume and all, you know, thing and so forth. And, and they called me. And she said, listen, she tell me, you're going to do an interview and they're doing it online. You don't have to come down here and do it. They're going to do it online. I said, oh, boy. <clears throat> so they, they interview. I did the interview. And after the interview, they, they, she said, okay, they said they're getting in touch with me. They called me about two days after and told me that this uh, successful. I want to know when I can start. <laughs> <laughs> just like that you know <laughs> what, 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 what job was this what, what was the job offer for it's a it's a um it's with a with global aerospace aerospace uh-huh. logistics it's a it's a company that that offers that work offers um contract to the to the government Let's just say I'm going to do the same kind of work that I was doing when I was in the JDF. You mean drill competition? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I will will ask you to to disclose um, any confidential thing, but I I do appreciate that. So if if anybody interested, they can always Google Google (laughs) your company and see what they do. And if they're really, really interested, they they can apply for a job there too. Yes, it's global aerospace logistics, and yeah. um, it's the it's the um, it's the same company that she's at also, and she's in a different field, and you know the field that she's in. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she's a um technician. So then you know they say I try to give them a a, a time where I say you know good time for so I can start to say for them. They won't they won't even worry that I, I, I gave them about four four to five months time 
before and they say okay no problem and you know they will send my paperwork and so forth visa and you know <laughs> i didn't have time to, uh, when i told my by by ceo you know it was like a, a, a month before mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because i tell him I tell him i'm going down to see what it is like and then uh, at the time I knew I got the job already, but I didn't want to just say things. So, you know, I said, I'm going down in December. I'm going to look what it is like. And then I'll let you know. Because I did go down, went down, to, went down in December. I went there for about a month just to look around and do some paperwork. Then I tell them, right, I'm going back now to, to <clears throat> sign up from the JDF and so on. So, you know, and it is, it is a, it was a, I would say it's a good move because, you know, when I look at what is happening, what has happened after that, you know, at 3GR, you know, I would say it was a, it, you know, was a good move. You know, I'm very comfortable and I'm doing what I, what I, what I'm, you know, good at. So, you know, yeah, quite comfortable. And I'm, I, I didn't know, I, I really didn't know that I would enjoy it so much the place is magnificent and this is abu dhabi that i'm i'm in it's seven yeah. m right yeah mm-hmm. i'm in abu dhabi just a couple minutes from dubai and it's it's a magnificent place magnificent you know it's very very peaceful how, the, how have your how have your your daughters acclimatized to it oh uh, boy so i tell you they don't want to they, they leave when they, they because they both um did school in there and graduated and they're studying in the in the states now, and they just can't wait to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't wait. To, they can because compared to to Jamaica, you know they can move about much freer without don't have to worry about anything, no hustle, no hustle, no nothing at all. They can go anywhere they want to go and enjoy themselves without any form of you know as girls they can feel at ease there's no one to 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 even harass them hassle right. them give them any trouble right. yeah right right if mm-hmm. in jamaica i take my daughters to if they're going to the movie i take them and walk them to the door and as soon as it's over i'm right there waiting on them you know here in abu dhabi I say go, and that's it. You know, <laughs> go. I don't even know when they go or when they come, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I don't have to worry about anything. You know, like that. That's good to hear. And uh, another important point, um, another well, underlined but very very important aspect of your life. You mentioned that you know you 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 married um, another member of the JDF. Yes. And uh, it's always, I'm always very, very interested and intrigued by how um, military couples, you know, manage the, the affairs of family life, especially with how demanding um, the work can get in the JDF and to really um, ensure that someone is there looking after the kids and, 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 and being there for them. How, yeah. how was that experience for you, for both of you? Well, speak okay. for your side. When I get to interview her, she will yeah. tell me that, that, <laughs> that you didn't lift a straw. <laughs> well, so it, um, 
with our um, boys down to how we we plan our most our routine like duties. Mm-hmm. We always ensure that um, we're not duty on the same day, overnight. You know, on the yeah. same day. That first of first and foremost, we always ensure. And then the girls were going to Alpha. We try and we try and make sure that both of them got into the the a school. Let let them in the exams. You know, where yes. people right a school yeah. that is close by. So they were going to Alpha. So it was easy for them to just walk up from Alpha. Mm-hmm. And they would they would come and just wait <clears throat> until we are ready to any one of us whoever is going over, you know, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't it was not that bad. Like they have to go home and and wait for us to come home, you know, right? So they would just, you know. Well, I I, rem- I remember while I was training major a couple of evenings. I say I say at least one of them there. Yes, um, one or two <laughs> late evenings, but you know. I, I understand that, but on a whole, I, I saw how you approached your responsibility as a father as well. I saw yeah. the tag team, the baton being changed when, when you have them there and then, and then the, the missus came and took them over from you. Right. So you could carry on and focus with, with, with the matters at hand um, down there at 3GR. Yes. But, that, but that's good. So, yeah. you know, you're there now in the Middle East um, with your family. Um, what's next for you? What 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 do you see happening um, down the road for you? Yes, <clears throat> before <clears throat> before I go that that to that answer, I just um, want to uh, mention something for some of the um, um, listeners. Uh, well, probably not, didn't know that I also lost uh, a son. Yes, at, which, which was also a JDF member. It was yes. at Peter. Yes. Um, then that um got shot in crossroad while trying to um protect himself from a robbery and others, you know. And you know, that was he was I know that that lad would have done well, you know, in the JDF. But you know, for what it was, you know, I just wanted to to mention that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but for me, you know, sir. Um, as I um, I was doing some work today with a a pressure washer machine, and um, I was driving with my my youngest daughter, and I said, I was telling her that you know, they are probably start another business here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And she looked at me and said, "When, when you think, when you're going to stop um, work, when you think you're going to stop work, when you when you can't walk." So I said, "Well, listen, is I don't have. I you think I going to stop work now and do what? What I going to stop work and sit down and do what? Then she said, "Can't go fishing. I said, fishing with who? Who am I going to go fishing with? <laughs> you know." <laughs> but, so you know, I don't, I don't see myself. Slowing down, well, probably just slow down a bit, sir, but not not stop. I can I don't think I can stop right now working. I'm going to continue to work. Um, well, and I and I going as my daughter not not when I can't walk until I can't walk. But you know, I don't think I'm ready yet to sit. sit I'm still 
I'm still, you know, <clears throat> I've, I have some, I have some more to give. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to continue um, with what I'm doing. I may um, want to look at starting something on my own. Yeah, where I can, I can probably say, you know, I won't be coming in um, this week. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just call me and let me know if, if anything, you know. Yeah, I think I probably want to say, but I'm, I, I don't see myself retiring and just sitting around and, and probably as go fishing, you know. I, I don't see that right now. Yeah. Well, that's really good to hear because um, when I speak to, you know, persons um, in a similar position as you are, they, 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 a lot of people have the understanding that retirement means you sit and do nothing. And yeah. uh, I see where, you know, once you have the energy and the strength, you know, you, you still keep yourself active and it's, it's good to see that you, you want to do that. If anything, then you can, you can come back to the JDF and join a JNC intake and then box for the system again. You know, <laughs> you still have energy, you still have a few other moves. You might yeah. be a tad bit slower, but you know, you know <laughs> mouth guards are good now, so you won't lose all the right. teeth and we have a good yeah. dental program, so we can always Wait. replace them. I can probably take them more than put in a glass of water until I finish. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bennett, um, I want to say thank you very much. It was indeed yes, a sir. pleasure. It's, it's the first of, of many. Um, this was really a memorable one. I appreciate your time. I know that we should have done this earlier, but you know, there's no time like, like the present. Nothing like right. now. Um, I want to wish you all the best as well. I want you also from the podcast. The podcast is called Outside and Muster um, yes. for a specific reason because we want to get a lot <laughs> of the ex-service people out and exposed yeah. and for the younger <laughs> generation. And even people who, who served with you probably don't know a thing or two about you. Yes, so, to, to learn more about you as well and to see you know, how persons who served with, um, with distinction in the past um, how they're doing and managing now. And uh, so um, I'll have you say a few final words to, to a lot of our ex-service members out there and also to um, a lot of persons who are serving now and looking to make that transition to civilian life. Um, you know, just a few words, a few words for them, please. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, <clears throat> um, I've, I've never thought given being outside as a civilian much thought because you know when you when you're doing the jdf you're not really looking i never really look on the outside because i keep telling myself that whenever i leave whatever i put myself into i'm going to do just as good as i've been doing in the jdf you know so it is not a it is not scary you know as a lot of people think that boy you know being a soldier, we know just, you know, drill weapons, or, you know, but it's, it, it, it is the same way you apply yourself in whatever field you go, just like how you apply yourself in the JDF, yeah. you know, because I, I thought that it would be a, a, a challenge, um, but once you get yourself in the right area, that's what you want, also want to think about, getting yourself in the right area, somewhere that you can feel comfortable. You know, 
<clears throat> and then you that's why people look at you and say sometime after you leave the jail, like you take off a whole lot of years off you. And it's because that you put yourself in a in a comfortable situation, a comfortable environment. Because this is when you leave the JDF, you want to kind of cruise now. Cruise on down, you know, not not fully stop or slowing down, but just cruise, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm doing that. And our, most of the ex-people, you know, what you have to do also is um, get with your friends. That's very important. Get with your friends. I I always keep in touch with all my friends just the same way. And anywhere I, even down in the, in the Middle East where I am, I'm the person who, who called the muster. <laughs> I'm the person who say, listen, um, next week, Friday, my house. Yeah, and I call everybody and say we, we sit down and we talk. Because we have a couple of we have a couple of members from the JDF who is also down in um <clears throat> in Abu Dhabi. People who serve in the JDF, they left at a, some of them at the early stage. I yeah. think they, they they and a couple officers as well, you know. And we are we are always shouting each other, so it's always good and important when you keep in touch with with friends, mm-hmm. some people who you can relate to, yeah. who you can sit on and laugh and talk with, you know. And like we say, curse the work, curse the work, fool, and curse the work or whatever, you know. We we laugh and talk, and that's very important, you know. And basically, that's that's how I keep that's how I keep going. So I keep you know keep my friends, you know, and keep meeting them and so forth and getting us some kind of a uh organization or or you know one of these chat group where you can really say something every now and again mm-hmm. you know laugh and talk and keep in touch i was in ireland the other day and i see a soda that i haven't seen for for years over 20 years um staff, staff sergeant martin he was a pti in um one jar Back in the days when you only have one PTI in the battalion, one PTI for one jar, one PTI for two jar, and we 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 um we talked for us a brief while because he was working, and I tell him, look, I'm going to have a link up because these people need to see you. And then the two weeks after, I I we organized a little group thing with um. Um, Major Jackson, you know Major Jackson because uh, Action Jackson. I've heard the name. Yes, yes, yes. And Colonel Lecky was there too. Oh, Ma- yeah. is it the pilot? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He no, was, he was there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we had a good little link up with um Mr. Gokul and his son. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we had a nice. Link up and when I bring in the man and them see this man from almost years, they have never seen him either. And even though we're right here in 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 um in in Florida, yeah. but you know, yeah, you have to keep your friends, you know, keep active with 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 your friends, laugh mm-hmm. and talk. Is you can't get if you if you decide to to stay by yourself, man, it's a lonely. It's going to be lonely alone. Going all lonely is not nice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, right. So, for me, that's what keep me going. So I just keep in touch with everybody. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. good to hear. 
positive. Let me just declare to Major Jackson that I completely forgot says Action Jackson, they call him. So I don't yeah. want him to cuss me and say, oh, <laughs> oh, young man, I don't remember who he is. Yeah. But um, thank you very much again. And um, yes, it was a pleasure, sir. Thank you very much. Um, don't, don't jump off the line, all right? Thanks. Okay, sir. It was a pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for the very first episode of Outside and Muster. We have a lot more lined up for you where we will, uh, again, as we say, get the opportunity to, to sit and meet and chat with ex-service members all across Jamaica. We're not only focusing on uh, enlisted. We're looking at commissioned officers, quartermasters, persons who served in the reserve, um, both male and female ex-service members as well. So thank you very much again, Mr. Bennett. And uh, we look forward to, to seeing you soon back again on the rock when you, yes. you know, manage to take yourself away from that, that lovely place that you are now and doing well. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah.